Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello friends and welcome back. Happy Monday and hope you have had a good weekend and that you are doing well today. I am coming to you off the back of a week off and one of the things I've been thinking about is rest and I'm someone who is often busy and working and having lots on and trying to have sort of enforced rest and chill out. I got a bit bored to be honest (laughs) and I did still have some things on um, but a little... I don't know, unfocused, not having um, those things in my day so much. Um, I definitely had some downtime. I really enjoyed crafting, which is something that I've gotten into. I'm uh, trying to make some clothes and I'm making a quilt and enjoying all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, feeling a bit because of my routine. Not that I've got much of a focused routine, (laughs) but that sort of changing and uh, coming off the back of um, wedding, which was really exciting. But really um relaxing with food and eating the stuff that tastes good but is often high in sugar and I I feel like I'm definitely feeling the effects of that I'm feeling quite drained quite tired um I'm not sleeping the best um I have been sort of moving and exercising I was in the gym this morning but definitely something I need to look at getting back into a bit of a rhythm and and a reset because I'm just feeling a bit ugh and um that's not great but anyway, that's me. I hope yeah, I hope you are doing okay wherever you are in the world. Um, and before we dive into today's conversation, uh, I want to say a massive thank you to Rio and Sunil who joined us last week. We were talking about breath and we were talking about intuition. So really great conversations uh, to, to have. And we're getting a bit more sort of practical um, about space and our environment today. Uh, we're joined by Ario who is an architect but also helps people to really design their living space and uh, what it looks like and we talk a lot about how important that is so um yeah i really hope that you enjoy this conversation and i'll be back super quickly at the end hi everyone and i'm really happy to welcome today's guest ario to the podcast so ario welcome and if you could introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about you Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, my name is Ario Falakru. I'm a, a home designer, uh, author, and uh, an inventor. I've done this for over 34 years. Um, I studied architecture originally and then um, continued my life with the process of uh, construction, interior design, and architectural work. Over uh, these years, I helped almost a thousand clients to bring styles in their lifestyle and uh, some of them uh, within the last 15 years which uh, I started my home designer my company in uh, in Vancouver I helped uh, many uh, aged uh, people who let's say are were either in the process of getting retired or becoming uh, uh, empty nesters 
uh, people who live uh, basically their kids gone and they want to uh, live alone uh, that they were not interested to move on to a smaller uh, apartment or something like that. They want to keep the existing place, whatever they nested and created the community. They uh, grew up and raised their kids. And they had memories and they had lived their life all lifelong and uh, enjoyed their moments. So what I uh, noticed, uh, these people appreciate the community around and uh, wanted to improve their lifestyle uh, by changing things here and there to uh, get ready for either when they're getting older for physical, uh, basically not a can't call disability or physical issues that they might have. How they, like for example, when you uh, have a new baby in your house, in your house or your uh, home, let's say, uh, you, what you do first, you baby-proof your home, you know, take care of your doorknobs or, you know, plugs and these kind of things. Why we don't do that when we get older, uh, when we get aged? So this is basically what we did with them, trying to create a more safer home uh, physically to make sure when trips happen, it doesn't cause extra uh, hassles and problems and eventually... Uh, disabilities and these kind of things. Um, and then uh, I noticed what else we have to work on is uh, their mental uh, well-being. Because when you don't have any work to do, when you feel the, the time that you feel your mission is accomplished, you raised your kids, your work is gone, is done, you don't have much work anymore, it, it feels like emptiness and uh, you don't have much of a motivation to wake up in the morning. So uh, what I can do to bring that motivation back to them, uh, to make them somehow feel better to start their day every day. So that was the beginning of my journey of how I can give them that motivation. See, we always, when we buy or we rent a place, what we see around us, beige walls, of white colors, or some colors that is generic. Everybody, uh, our pre the previous owner did it, or we just try to be so conservative. So that's why colors are so generic, as I mentioned. It's nothing uh, exciting. So what that we can do to Im implement much better living space that it feel, gives you the feeling of a uh, uh, personalized space that it feels who you are, then we can make the, the living space or even your working space much more comfortable for you, much more desirable, much more inspiring. So it could be either with the wall covering, it could be either by uh, your furniture or with the any objects that it can remind you of your achievements that you have in your life. So that was a starting point for me with older ages. And then I extended all to uh, the younger demographics, which recently I noticed uh, millennials, they have um, a hard time to get inspired to do a work. Uh, and for me as a designer, I just don't want to design a place to make myself happy. So, oh, this is a space, okay, I just, like a puzzle pieces, putting 
furniture and the design, this and that, and call a day. I like to design a lifestyle for my clients because when you are either buying a home or renting a home or moving to a new place, you either searching for something to uh, create a new lifestyle for you or you want to improve upon what you have. Because when you move from one place to other and then you start thinking about renovating, you're not just trying to move some walls or just adding some elements on your uh, physical building. Your emotions changes from your existing place to the new place. How I can use this opportunity to implement a new style of uh, mindset, you, your lifestyle, your mind creation that you can make your living space much more exciting for you. So what I do try uh, to make a conversation with my client to find out what is their five-year goal, five-year goal, what is their 10-year goal. Basically, when I, when I find out what is their goal is, what gives them the inspiration for living, I try to use elements of objects that can remind them about that particular goal. For example, if you are, want to uh, be trained for, I don't know, uh, be a writer or, or uh, uh, you know, tell me about it, is either you're an athletic or something like that. Uh, you want to run for Olympic or something. So I, you, what you do first, uh, some of this business developers or personal developers asking you to make a vision board so you, when you wake up in the morning, you see that uh, object or that goal that you can uh, you get inspired and make inspiration for based on that. So I do almost the same thing, but in different way. I make you, your whole living space as a vision board. You, you see the wall, the colors, the pictures, the objects, the... Uh, the, the music, the, the the lighting, everything that it can be uh, part of your living space has to be something that makes you who you want to be and celebrate who you are at the moment. That's amazing. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And how does it benefit us to have a living space that reflects all of those things, who we want to be, our goals, each of us living in a space, in a contain, in a container, let's say called. Uh, you want to live in an Amazon uh, delivery box, or you want to be living in in a, a Christmas decorated, to personalized box. So we are humans with emotions, and mm, we, you know it's a whole lot different than when you're living in a cave. The caveman that they didn't have much choice. And they only had a cave that to live in. And uh, even that time, they start painting on the wall with the drawing or something to make their living space much more interesting. But for now, for now that we have a lot more complicated uh, emotions, we uh, we are not just a matter of fighting and and uh, uh, for for survival. We have a lot of more emotions that we want for survival. Our, our survival is different aspects how you can create a better lifestyle but by being on top of our mindset 
being motivated, being inspired. This is the most important thing that I, I really uh, want to emphasize every time I'm talking about this subject. Uh, you think, okay, waking up in the morning is easy. Yeah, it might be easy for everybody, but waking up in the morning with having the desire to live and enjoy and uh, appreciate what you have, gratitude, and uh, moving forward for a productive day, a better relationship, a healthy day, a happy day, all these things are uh, are desired to have. And not everybody is gaining that, either because of the, yeah, you can call it news, you can call it, uh, you know, coronavirus, you can call it the weather, you can call it a, a fight that you had from last night. All these accumulates and create a, a mentality for you that makes you, takes you down in terms of the energy level. When your energy level is low, that accumulates in, in, in your living space, in your room you live in. Have you ever noticed sometimes you go to a room and you feel, oh my God, it's full of energy. You just feel oh, I'm so excited to be here. Or another time you go to another room that you feel more like a, a quiet or calm or peaceful or some other rooms are, uh, uh, you know, the, each room you see, it has different, you give you the different experience. Could be because of the decoration, could be because of the, 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 the energy that had been uh, accumulated there by the lighting, natural light, uh, The because all of us create energy every minute, okay? There are some positive energies and some negative energies. When we stay in one place, that energy stays with us. So these all uh, elements affect on the room. So if you think your room would not affect on your mood, you might be wrong. Because it depends on how, what type of room you live in, you grow up, you, you surrounding, it is, has a direct effect on your daily, day-to-day -day mood and, and as a result to your day-to-day -day productivity and having fun, all that kind of things. It's, uh, if you're energetic, like for example, teenagers, if you go to a teenager's room, you see uh, all over the place, uh, there are posters of their uh, interesting uh, celebrity or cars or this or that, whatever that they, they follow. And they are full of energy. They're full of love. They're full of uh, emotions. And they would love to express their emotions in their uh, rooms. Why us as adults don't do that? Why we become shy on, of expressing our emotions in our, in our living space? That is what I want to give that back to, to my clients. Yeah, it's a really big question, isn't it? Because yes, as you know, teenagers, as children, I'm sure we can all remember what our rooms are like and everything that we're interested in is up on the walls. And uh, often as adults, as you said, yeah, that, that can disappear. Um, I have a, a question. So I am in a rental house, quite a small rental house and quite limited budget as well. So for someone who's in a situation like me and there's a limit to what I can do to the space I'm in and a limit to the resources I have, how can I start to think about really personalizing it and improving my living space? Pictures. Pictures of yourself, of your achievements or of your goals. For example, you uh, envision yourself as a, a successful entrepreneur who 
achieved um, either a, an award in your field or uh, bought your dream home or name it. First of all, first of all, you got to create a goal for yourself. Create, goal creation is one of, one of the most difficult part of everybody's life. Some people born with that. They know since the beginning when they get, uh, grow up, they know what they, they goal are. And, but there are some people have difficulties. They don't know what is their dream job, what is their dream uh, excitement about their life. That is the first thing you got to do. You got to spend some time for soul searching and find out what is that makes you excited? What is that it's of your memories when you were younger or what is that you feel your heart beats about it? When you know what it is interesting for you, it's imagine you're creating a, a vision board. Similar to that, you enlarge it. Let's say, for example, in my case, look at my background. I love nature. I love nature. I could either have a big image of uh, a mountain or you know a park, a scenery uh, that I love. Uh, but what I decided, I hung up a big screen TV in my uh, my room, and I connected to YouTube, and I'm watching different scenes every minute with music. That is the cheapest I could do. Of course, I have some other elements that I like on here and there. Some this is my office. So I have my big printer, and uh, you know I love music, so I put in, uh, an instrument and some other small elements that it makes me happy. The, I like being colorful. It might doesn't have to be too crazy. If I cannot basically paint the whole wall, that is because of you know my limitation in terms of my rental agreement or whatever it is. Uh, you know, I can hang TV or or a, a big poster of like when you were a teenager. What were you doing when you were get uh, excited? It's similar to that, but don't be shy. We become conservative, and we're trying to become uh, uh, streamlined like everybody else. Whatever everybody does, we get to do the same thing. No, celebrate yourself, and you in, enjoy who you are. That is the most important message that I want to give. Yeah, no, that's fantastic advice. I'm just thinking about what I've got around around me and I've got some fun things actually on my desk, which people won't be able to see. So I've got, this is um, a little- Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's a little uh, Funko Pop. Let's um, say creature, it's not a creature. It's an Antiope from Wonder Woman. And I've got um, a poster from an anime film that I really like up here, which is from Princess Mononoke. And I've got things from when I went to Peru up. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Memories. Yeah. So I've got, um, I don't think, I've got a big space up uh, here. People can't see me <laughs> uh, above my desk. There's a, a big space. And so actually something goal related, I feel like that would be really great to have there as well. So some nice memories, some things I'm interested in. And if I had something up that I could see when I was working that was related to my goal, I feel like motivating and inspiring and that's amazing. That's amazing. That is that's the beginning of your journey. The whole the hope is uh, these are baby steps that is takes you to a, a bigger uh, part of your life. See, not everybody is supposed to be uh, like it as glam glamorous as you know some celebrities like Madonna. 
but each of us deserve a better version of ourselves. And what is your better version of yourself? That is what you have to determine how I can become a better version of myself and what is better version of myself. If you don't have that goal, you're going to be driving in an endless, endless road that you don't know where it ends and you become you know, 80 years old and you haven't achieved uh, your goals ever. I think it's so interesting that, you know, we're, we're talking about spaces and um, and that kind of thing, but that it comes back to that goal and that idea of kind of knowing what you're heading towards so that you're, yeah, that your space is kind of reminding you of that. So you're not just kind of wandering <laughs> aimlessly and thinking. Because I'm not an architect of uh, build, the house building only or architect of the designing a living space only. I'm an architect of knowing yourself and design the space that it matches you. So this is a lifestyle change rather than just living space change. So I have a, another question. I don't know if you've had this uh, situation with clients that you've worked with before, uh, where if you've got two people living together who maybe have different goals and different oh, ideas, <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you manage that situation? You know, Interesting enough, men and women have different visions. There are sometimes compromises. I mean, if there is no compromise, there is no uh, a good marriage. But at the same time, I'm not there to create issues between the marriages anyway. So what I do, I listen to each of the uh, part of the story, and I try to find a marriage between these two. And uh, that is what makes my job uh, interesting. Otherwise, they could do it themselves, right? So what, I, I, what is the benefit of having me or somebody who ha is, has similar skill as mine uh, is that we created a merge of these two goals, uh, two visions, let's say you call, Sometimes it's a goal, sometimes it's a vision, sometimes it's a wish. I have to create a merge and marry these two together and make both happy. Uh, there are times that one side has to uh, compromise, but we're going to see how this is give and take, how we can make this uh, marriage happy ending for both of them. I guess that's true in most areas in relationships. It's about compromise, <laughs> compromise yeah. isn't it? And, um, and I guess... Like you said, if you're not willing to compromise and if those visions are so different, that maybe says something about, <laughs> about the relationship more broadly. Um, okay. So we, we've talked about the importance of that that goal and that, that vision. Do you have any other advice for us if we're thinking, I really want to personalize my space. I really want to uh, take those steps. I mentioned the main part. What I try even sometimes go further to help my client is with their physical lifestyle change. That has nothing to do with architecture at all. It's mostly about uh, how to uh, take their life to a, in a better hand. We, try, we usually try to listen to media uh, in terms of uh, what do we do. That could be feeding us from the news, feeding us with the food we eat, 
the feeding them, feeding, feeding us with the, the information about lifestyle. But most of these uh, items that I just mentioned are commercialized. They're in the benefit of industry, not benefit of you and me. An industry who has the most money pay for the uh, marketing, pay for the commercials, and we, choose, we as a consumer become blinded by those uh, fancy looking and the glorified looking uh, commercials, and we, ch we choose the wrong uh, options for our lifestyle. So educate, get, get, getting education of how, how to uh, live a better, healthier life it's up to us, and it's really a hard work. Uh, there are a lot of videos in YouTube that you can go through and find how you can be happier without following the streamlined media's uh, commercials. Um, most of the, the even uh, the Netflix and movies that you watch, they are being already uh, tailored toward to. Uh, big industry uh, lifestyle. That's not how they want. Eat a lot of sugar. Eat a lot of alcohol. Eat a lot of wheat. Eat a lot of you know things that are accumulating our life uh, with fat, bad fat, and then eventually what we get, we're gonna happen. We're gonna have either diseases, um, and uh, what we do after that, we go to the doctor. Doctor gives us what medicine. Medicine that is numbs us from that particular point, and it has a lot of side effects. Who's benefiting? Industry, pharmaceutical companies, media. Who's losing? Us as a consumer. Just educate yourself of your what you take every day in terms of uh, food and uh, your daily habit. What other things that I encourage, uh, especially when we get older uh, in the older ages, try to change your habits, daily habits, change your paradigm, change your mindset, change your things that you do every day that it gives your mind a little bit more of edge of thinking uh, more often because when you're uh, doing everything in a base of a habit, you're less thinking of what you're doing. Have you ever noticed that you're driving or you're taking a ride from one location to other location without noticing where you are, where you were? It's because, especially when you're either biking or driving, that happens because our subconscious mind is leading us. The more our subconscious mind leading us, the less our conscious mind works. And when, it, when we get older, the less we use our mind of taking decisions, making our choices, the uh, less of our mind works as becomes lazy, like you're, when you don't use your muscles, your muscles become lazy and become you know, weak. The same thing for our mind. And the more you become lazy in your mind, the, the more chances of you become in the depression, become getting uh, Alzheimer diseases, and getting I think these are uh, these are proven facts. It's not claims. It's a proven facts that people who get more of uh, uh, mental diseases are the chances is because they less use less of their conscious mind. They use less of their uh, uh, 
daily activity in their mind is all been automatically done. So basically what I'm trying to say is stay away from uh, routines for so long. Every three months, five months, change your lifestyle. Even sometimes they, people say one of the uh, exercises is if you're right-handed and brush your teeth with right hand, sometimes do it with left hand. These are the simple, small things that it's, it gives you a little bit of hint in, in your head. It's like a little exercise every day. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing that, Aria. And then before I move on to my set questions, I wonder if you have a final thought um, on anything that you've shared with us or anything that we've not covered that you'd like to share. You know, there's a lot of things to talk about. And if I want to continue, it's going to take hours and hours. <laughs> but I would be happy to answer any questions, uh, anybody who is interested on uh, more of these topics. I, I can give away later on my uh, contact information so people can uh, communicate with me. Perfect. Yeah, we'll come back to that at the end so that people know where to find you. Perfect. So I have some questions that I ask everyone that comes on, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on these. And the first one is, what brings you joy in your life? Being in the nature. Uh, first of all, uh, every morning I get, uh, get up uh, after doing my routine of uh, you know hygiene, I do a meditation and I do um, my gratitude routine basically uh, which I'm he- I'm I'm healthy I'm even even for my existence that if they wake up in that morning I have to be thankful of that these things that we think we take it for granted is something that we um, have to remember these are things that we have to understand it's not uh, given to us, we have to appreciate every minute of it. My most joy is uh, living with my family. I, I love my family and being in the nature. I just, just love uh, being in nature, regardless of the outcome outside what is happening. I try to stay away from the uh, streamlined media and the news, all that kind of things. Uh, even during the Lockdown, I was going to a park and enjoying my daily walk in the morning. Amazing. Thank you. And then my next question is what makes life meaningful for you? My goals. Uh, uh, you know, if I didn't have my goals, uh, life would be the same thing as over and over uh, every day. And uh, I just uh, cannot imagine life without a goal. Uh, because I know there are times that when you you have some routines every day, for example, when I had my younger kids, um, you're so busy with uh, uh, raising them and helping them with their daily routines uh, that you forget about your, yourself. Uh, but then I figure out, you know what, I uh, personally have to live and I have to live my fullest uh, one of the most important thing is if I have to create a new goal for myself, or at least if I have a previous goal, I have to bring those ones as inspiration for my life. So that makes my day, day-to-day life much easier that I have. I'm going, yes, I have tasks to do every day, but as long as these tasks are following toward to my, uh, direct, directly to my goal, and that would be what, I, what I'm interested in. Great, thank you. Uh, so my next two questions are around our overarching topic on the podcast, which is mental wellness. So the first question is, what does mental wellness mean to you? Mental wellness. 
this is actually one of the most important thing that I'm ta- I talk and even my book is about. We might think uh, because we are life, we are healthy. Yes, my physical health is important, but there are times that we are not as healthy as we think, especially in, in our mindset. When you don't have inspiration, you're not healthy. You're not mindset. Your mindset is not healthy. So I, I experienced many uh, people around me that they live their day to day, but they don't have the, that goal that I always mentioning that, that they don't have that desire, that inspiration, that, that uh, fire in their belly that uh, wake them up in the morning. As a matter of fact, many of these talk, things that I'm just saying right now, I mentioned earlier, mental wellness is, that little, the little details on our lifestyle, that how makes us joy, uh, how makes us happy, how uh, keep us going on despite of uh, uh, things that might not be on in our on our uh, direction on our way. So, if you believe that you are part of a bigger universe and you are an existence that your life is matter to this universe and there is a there is a purpose for your life by universe that's why you are here today then nothing that happens to you you call it as a bad thing then everything that happens to your life is part to the purpose of your wellness and your goodness. So if you have that belief, you start thinking things, you're going to find out that things are shifting toward your, your life. If you think you have depression, it's going to change because you know anything happens to you is toward a better situation for you sooner or later. You just have to accept it as a positive not as negative. When you have that mentality, you're going to see the world changes toward you, your attitude and everything. Brilliant. And then um, you might have already covered this in the answer and, and earlier, uh, but I always ask as a follow-up, what you do to look after your own mental well-being? I personally do a lot of meditation uh, because uh, imagine we uh, accumulate a lot of dust dust of uh, things, uh, unwanted things that you, you might think of, okay, is not uh, that I like, or there's so many noise around every day, uh, noise of uh, discomfort, noise of negativity, a bad energy, or everything that you want to call. So early in the morning or before sleeping, if you do that uh, meditation, it clears up your mind. Just you have to let it go. Just have to let it go and clear it up. It's like you're taking a shower. When you're taking a shower, you're physically clearing your body. The same way meditation does, does we have with your soul. Let all the negativity goes away. And you gain a positive energy in the morning or at night before sleeping. 
Amazing. Thank you for that. And I know mindset is something that you've mentioned a couple of times. And so I always ask people when they come on how they would describe their own mindset. That's an interesting question. Mindset is who you are or your paradigm, your your beliefs, your um, thoughts that you accumulated during the ages to, to get today. Some of them comes from your family. Some of them comes from uh, the society you, you're in. And unfortunately, the more older you get, it becomes like a concrete in your mind, in your head. So you, we got to open our mind to make sure this, whatever we call as a mindset, is not being so solid and rigid that we cannot listen to other ideas and opinions. So the mindset could be anything about your personal life. It could be about politics. It could be about things, uh, habits that we do every day. Uh, You know, culture, even from where you're sitting right now today, from one location to other, people have different accent. People, they have different type of food. People have different type of drink. People, they have different type of dance. Each of this is a mindset. You mindset is set up because of the the environment you live in. So if you don't accept other type, other people's uh, lifestyle and mindset, then you are rigid. So you get to make sure you're, you're, even though you appreciate and you celebrate the mindset of yours that you grow up with, uh, the society you live in, uh, you got to appreciate others as well and enjoy that. Uh, I'm lucky enough to live in a, a multicultural society that uh, we appreciate and we celebrate each other. We have uh, from so many different uh, cultures here and everybody uh, celebrates their own celebrities or their happiness and everything. But at the same time, we enjoy with them as well. When we are not belonging to that mindset, we are not belonging to that culture, we enjoy and we don't uh, you know, uh, feel superior for, from one to other. That is the most important thing that uh, we get to have open-minded on uh, uh, things around us. It could be a culture, it could be anything that we see. So that's a, a, an, open, a, an open mindset has open to opportunities. It leaves open to opportunities of life and the universe gives more of that to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That brings me to my favorite question to ask. Um, And I know we've already given people lots of uh, great advice, but I always ask everyone that comes on to leave us with between one and three top tips of things that you'd recommend we try in our lives. They can be related to the space that we live in or just generally, um, if you have a top one to three things for us. Number one, I guess, is meditation. Uh, first of all, meditation is not an easy task. You might say, okay, it's easy to sit and do nothing. It's not. To uh, let your mind open and let it go and give the opportunity to you, your brain to communicate with the higher energy above is a, a difficult task and it needs a lot of practice. But doesn't, I'm not going to discourage you because it's difficult. You're not going to do it. You have to do it step by step. The, the more you do that, the happier you, you're going to see yourself happening, happiness coming to you. 
second would be uh, open mindset, that listening to others and learning education. When you're learning and getting education, not institutional uh, education, learning through public, but it could be, you know, there is so many things in the public domain right now in like YouTube and this kind of things. Uh, and third would be having a desire and a goal. When you have a desire and goal, your education would be uh, aligned with it. When you have a desire and goal, then you know what you're going to educate yourself with. Because what you studied in, uh, in institutional universities and everything are things being that it taught you by some other people with the, some other uh, standard and somebody else's degrees. They wanted to give you a, a distinguished degrees or something. But when you're educating yourself, it is your own will that you're trying to learn about your goals, your desires. So try to learn yourself or teach yourself how to become a better version of yourself by getting that desire. So these are the things that I can think of these three uh, uh, most important things in my life. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you for those. And then my, my next question is, um, I love to read. And I know you have a book and we'll mention that in, in a moment. But if there's a book that you've read that's been really impactful in your life that you'd recommend that we check out. Think and Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill. That was the most important. I mean, I, I, I've listened, mostly I, I, I'm a listener than a, a reader. I, I listen to a lot of different books, which I'm not really good at names, but uh, Think and Grow Rich was the, one of the most important ones, which basically was uh, a tip of an iceberg for me to learn a whole lot more from that on and continuing to listen to many other uh, you know, main major personal developers who wrote their books, uh, like Tony Robbins or many, many, many other people. I, I followed actually a lot of almost a year of my life. I followed uh, Bob Proctor, who basically started reading uh, Think and Grow Rich, and then from there on, he became a personal developer himself and helped a lot of people uh, on his way. Brilliant. Thank you for that. And then that brings me to my final question, which is where people can connect with you. If you could uh, give us the name of your book, where we can find that. And if anyone has any questions where they can connect with you. Sure. My book called Beyond Ages, uh, Smooth Transition to Independent Living, the website called beyond-ages.com. My company is called myhomedesigner.com. If somebody wants to get hold of me, they can reach me at a-R-Y-O at myhomedesigner.com or to go just directly to beyond-ages.com. Uh, they can find the, the detail about the, uh, how to connect with me. And I would be happy to uh, answer any questions or any comments uh, to get improved because everybody uh, needs a, uh, improvement. I, I, I'm sure I'm learning every day as well. I'm open for learning uh, and getting opinions and uh, comments from every, all the listeners. Brilliant. And we'll absolutely put the details in the show notes so people can find you nice and easily from there as well. Thank you so much, Ario. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. I'm going to think about more things to put up in my house, <laughs> <laughs> Personally, particularly this space, which people can't see me waving at, but above my, uh, my computer. So I feel really inspired, but I really appreciate you joining us and sharing your wisdom with us. So thank you very much. Thank you. 
say thanks again to Ario and I was concerned whether I would actually be able to make this episode and get this episode out because my laptop is having some issues at the moment so hopefully um it's all fine and I can carry on and get Wednesday's episode ready and and all of that everything's backed up but um it's just having some booting issues but anyway I uh yeah massive thank you to Ario for joining us and it's definitely something with my space that I've been thinking about um, I had a bit of a, a wardrobe clear out but I'm still kind of in the midst of that I've got things to go to charity that are still around and trying to curate my space a little more uh, I still haven't filled the space above my desk I kind of feel in a, a bit of an in-between about goals and actually maybe that's something that I need to prioritize actually sitting down getting quiet and getting really clear on my goals and my desires because I have lots of thoughts um, and often can get <laughs> get swept away uh, by things so actually after that the conversation with Sunil last week on intuition maybe spending a bit of time tuning into my intuition and getting really clear on my goals and then I can create something for above my desk or some fun artwork or whatever I also just wanted to to know um so Aria was talking about kind of well-being and choices and kind of commercialism and all, and all of that Uh, made a comment about medication Um, and I know this is something we touched on before people can have very different views on medication um, for mental health is something for me personally that has been very beneficial at um, a certain point in my journey it's something I'm not taking any meds now um, and it's something that for me they were necessary to do some to get to a point where I could do some work and feel okay enough to make changes and um, focus on my well-being so that's kind of my journey everyone has their own thoughts you know and I think it's it's thinking about the choices that you make that work for you uh, whether that's around meds whether it's around food films what you consume in all ways and what's around you I, t- I talked about food at the beginning um, that's been a choice I've been you know summer holiday been chilled and relaxing but definitely then feeling lethargic and, and all of that and um, and also Ario talked about mixing up your routine, which I do think is really important to stay mindful at times um, and to, to stay present and to be kind of conscious of our choices. But when we completely mix up our routine or lose our routine, um, it can feel quite ungrounding, <laughs> which is kind of, I think, where I'm at at the moment. But to, to kind of quote a book that I've talked about quite a bit recently, I, th- I feel like, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. <laughs> and I've got mixed views about it, but I'm going to be positive about it today. Um, actually thinking about the habits that we create, because so much is run by that unconscious. And really, our conscious is just tip of the iceberg. It, it, it's, um, it, it can get drained quite quickly because we have so many decisions and things going on. And actually most of our operating system is kind of run by the unconscious by the subconscious and actually if we can be more conscious about how we choose those habits how we create them how we reinforce them development them and that's kind of what um is talked about in atomic habits then we're sort of stacking the odds in our favor so that when we default to an autopilot which we do (laughs) that um hopefully it's more positive so that's just some thoughts from me around that um as with all the episodes guests come on they share their perspectives sometimes it's the same sometimes it's different and I think that's what uh, makes podcasting so fun that's what makes life makes life so fun uh talking to people with different views and expanding your mindset which I know is something else that Ario talked about um that's everything for today 
I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed that my laptop keeps behaving and I can start editing Wednesday's episode. So all being well, I will speak to you then. Until then, I hope you have a great couple of days. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy the show, firstly, massive thank you for tuning in and supporting us. Um, please do share it with someone who you think would also enjoy the show and what we've got going on. Maybe share a picture of the space around you if you've got a space that really reflects who you want to be, who you are at the moment. I would love to see it. I will definitely find a space to share on our Instagram stories as well. So tag us at Psyche Coaching, P-S-Y-K-H-E Coaching. And I will speak to you Wednesday, fingers crossed. Uh, until then, as always, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.